Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna. This year, Spider-Man finally joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Spider-Man Homecoming. But 15 years ago, the friendly neighborhood webhead hit the big screen for the first time ever. Introducing Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the Spider-Man movies one minute at a time. Starting with Sam Raimi's web-slinging debut, we discuss everything from genetically engineered super spiders to wall-crawling heroics. Join us as we navigate the great power and great responsibility behind every single minute of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Spider-Man Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie one origin storytelling minute at a time. I am your host Scott Tofty. With me as always is Garth, I mean Chris, and hey. Adam and Rachel. Hi. Bossa Nova. <laughs> Chevy Nova. And uh, joining us another day is four out of five, Brandon. Definitely not number eight or nine for you. No. Uh, Mr. Brandon Warren from the show Calling BS over on Dueling Genre. I'm just so happy to see so many nice people. <laughs> <laughs> You're just happy um, to be here. <laughs> so so you might have caught on Girl to the fact, peace. if you've listened to us all, all week, that at minutes 22, 23, and this minute 24 are sort of our, our mulligans. They're redos of minutes that we accidentally deleted. And uh, uh, not for or nothing. Or are they? Not for nothing, but I'm way more drunk than I was the last time we recorded these minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> Brandon? I'm so sucks. Scott, I found my way into your whiskey cabinet. Yeah, but Chris, I think you were drunk last time we did this one. That's true, and usually I am. I'm the alcoholic in the bunch. <laughs> and I'm um, drinking peppermint tea. So. Oh, I'll, I'll alcoholic fight you <laughs> I know, if you right? want. <laughs> We're grown-ups watching Ninja Turtles, everybody. (laughs) Did you ever think that we'd get to be of drinking age and still adamantly discussing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, because that's not how adulthood used to work. Uh, Things have changed, Scott. I thought my life was going to be like friends. Oh, that's sweet. (laughs) I thought I'd be driving around in a van solving mysteries. Yes, I thought I'd have friends also. I really thought I would have been a Ghostbuster by now. Yeah. No, you still can ghost bust. <laughs> I, I've kind of let my parents down in that respect. You I can think. still bust ghosts. Oh, man. So we are here in minute 24. Minute 24 starts with uh, Splinter talking to April on the couch and ends with a flashback sequence of baby Splinter scraping some turtles into a coffee can. Because that's what you do when you find homeless people. You scrape them into coffee cans. That's true. That's be what they I turtles do. or be they men. Um, or women. Or women. I used to do that with snails. Mm. I would scoop them into a coffee can, and then I'd be really confused why they died three days later. I was going to say, what would you do with them from then? Yeah. What did you feed them? Salt? Salty No, I, I oh, probably threw when... grass in there thinking, oh, they're snails. <laughs> they'll eat grass. I'll throw some grass That's exactly how Maxwell House does it, too. <laughs> snails, grass. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Um, so we get, we get the introduction to the origin story here, which is really cool because this is one of the things that evolves in every iteration of the turtles is how exactly the origin story lines up. So 
this version of the origin story, uh, which we only get the beginning half of, features uh, Splinter sort of rushing through his part to get more into the turtle's part. He starts the origin story with him already being kind of in the sewer and then it, finding he, these he turtles. He a couple steps. Which he will reveal later, mm-hmm. um, to be fair. But it is the first time, I think, that we hear the name Master Yoshi mentioned Yoshi. in the film. Yoshi. Yoshi. Racist. <laughs> because of the dinosaur or because of the... Because of the way I said it? Well, because of the way that you didn't finish that sentence, I think goes without saying. Wait, what <laughs> sentence? I said Hamato Yoshi. Not you. Oh, because usually when what somebody did I say? he said because him, of the, because me. of the Yoshi or because of the. Uh, oh, <laughs> I I'm very confused, and I've had too much to drink. Your Asian um, accent is offensive. I wasn't trying to do an Asian accent. If I was, it would still I'm be offensive because I'm bad at that stuff. But Hamato <laughs> Yoshi son. <laughs> See, notice I'm not doing it. Scott, um, that was totally you. No! Um, oh, Hamato Yoshi, you bring us such a great art. All right, stop. Jesus Christ. Come on, Scott. We're done. That wasn't me! It wasn't um, you. It wasn't you. You don't So it's like the that first time that Master Yoshi has been named in the movie, and I feel like it's important to note that in this version of Turtles, unlike the 87 cartoon, Splinter is not Hamato Yoshi. This is the big difference in the origin story. 87 cartoon, Splinter is a mutated human who is now turned into a rat. In this version, he starts as a rat and becomes just a bigger, more anthropomorphized rat. Um, Much more similar to the original comics uh, from Mirage Studios. Muskrat, muskrat, candlelight. And in the IDW books, he's actually the reincarnated soul of Hamato Yoshi. Right. In and the form our, of a rat. the turtles are his reincarnated sons, correct? Right. Yeah. Whoa! Like he actually has kids, and they get killed. Yes, yeah. by Shredder, oh, I believe. Really uh, terrible. He sh- yeah, he shreds it, them. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into that because it's entirely possible we'll talk about it next minute, um, or we may have already talked about it next minute. As confusing as that sentence might be. <laughs> um, but I, I enjoy the way that this sequence sort of unfolds. I, I, I have issues with the puppets mm-hmm. that are used, which, again, we'll get a little bit more into next minute because when we get the baby turtle puppets, that's sort of where my problem is. The splinter puppet is fine. Pizza, pizza. I, exactly. I like the, the music cues. I like how Splinter starts telling the story and then, like, the bongos come in and all of a sudden Splinter's doing, like, beat poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's like the the 1990 coffee house beat poet version. Check of your the non-mutant privilege. 1950s. Yes, it just reminds me of uh, that movie. So I married an axe murderer. I just expect Mike Myers to pop in and be like, "Woman, whoa, man, whoa, man, whoa, man." I was a ninja. You got. I can't do the rest. I'm bad at rhyming. Anyway. Um, yeah, what are you going to rhyme with ninja, Scott? I'm wondering what your game plan is. I don't know. There. Something else. That's going to bother me for the rest of this episode. Resolve. Can we have our listeners please tweet us what rhymes with ninja? Um, Finja. Yes, that. Uh... I, but I like the music is cool. The bongos are cool. We get the guitar uh, from sort of the main theme, the main turtle theme. You hear it in uh, our intro and outro music is the the John Duprez Ninja Turtles sort of hero theme. But the the guitar kind of 
emulates that here and the the rhythm emulates that here we get the hints of the main theme without it actually being the full-blown orchestration of it which i think is cool because it's also evolving as are the turtles mm-hmm. uh see oh, no. symbolism we'll i'm sure that they meant it to be that That's deep deep man. yeah i know right. <laughs> Um, is this also the first time we see the ooze? Is that in this minute? I'm, I'm, I think this is the I first so, time. Yes. Yeah. And let's talk about that for a minute. Is this canister that somebody, the ten, canister of tennis balls that somebody just flushed down the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> happens but, but, to contain a nuclear ooze. What was with the 80s and 90s and things geared towards children and slime? Yeah. I don't know. Was, That's really yeah, weird. We, and was it's it a, Nickelodeon it's like a, or was it? Yeah, it's Nickelodeon. You, yeah, yeah, you it, can't it do that on television. It probably started with slime. You can't do that on television. Yeah, that was a Canadian show, though. It wasn't, didn't, yeah. didn't, was not derivative of Nickelodeon. Well, Nickelodeon adopted well, that and then it, slime so. became a Nickelodeon thing, even though they were from Double Dare. And then we moved on to, we evolved to Gak. Of yes. course. Flom. Which is a heroin flom? slang, I might flom. add. Yeah, that's true. Gak is heroin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but All, everyone now, wanted their kids hooked as, on as gak. someone who works <laughs> regularly with uh, uh, middle school age students. You're selling them heroin? Yeah, I'm selling them heroin, Brandon. <laughs> no, this slime thing has come back. I can't yep. tell you how many science projects now that they're doing in school are slime and that weird foam stuff. Like, I have Ooblek? kids walking around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have kids walking around the building all day, and we find these little traces of green snot all over the building. Like, yeah, yeah well, Scott, I don't think that's from a science project. <laughs> Apparently, it's a pretty easy DIY project. I think it's like <laughs> my sister made it with her kids the other day. Fabric softener, food coloring, and glitter, and you can make your own glitter slime. And then you put it's, it in a rice cooker. So it's not from the other <laughs> DIY assignment. But it's not. It's a non-Newtonian liquid. It's a solid until it's a liquid. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Good stuff. Um. Yeah. So as as we are scrolling through this minute, we get to actually see a full shot of the canister and the turtles crawl, crawling around in the ooze, and it just says radioactive material. This bugs me <laughs> on two levels. So the first level is it doesn't say. TCRI. It doesn't say TGRI. It doesn't have any connection to the comic book other than it just being random radioactive material. It doesn't have the biohazard icon on it either. If it were radioactive, that truly would be stamped everywhere on it. But it yeah, has that it, it has that Ghostbusters yellow and black striping to it though. Yeah, but that just could be a police line do not cross. Or maybe it's Ghostbusters slime. That's true. Hey, didn't we establish that uh, Saturday Night Fever and uh, the Ninja Turtles movie took place in the same universe? I think we probably did. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Was that in one of the episodes oh we deleted? <laughs> no, we didn't delete it. This is a conversation we're having for the first time, Scott. It's completely <laughs> organic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, one of these. So maybe uh, Tony Monero dropped this uh, radioactive con- material. This is 1977, by the way. It totally times out. It's true. Uh, he, he dropped this down down the sewers, you know, as a nice little subplot to Saturday Night Fever. Uh, from so Bay the Ridge, turtles Brooklyn. are in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn? Yeah, they could be in the sewers. Because that's where he, Tony Monero was, right? Yeah, you know, they could have found its way here. It's in the sewers. You got the Russian It's where we are right it. now. It's where we are right now. Hmm. Um, but the other thing that bugs me about this is that 
Did all four turtles crawl into the pile of ooze, or did the pile of ooze break right where the four turtles were? Because mm. they're like they're so nicely clumped together in the middle of this pile. Does it taste good? Does it smell good? Does it feel good between their toes? What is causing them to go to this Scott, radioactive material? I, I think it's a lot like when you spill antifreeze in your driveway, and you should always keep your cat or dog from going over and licking it up. Because they will, by the They'll way. Mute the, yeah. No, that's no, that's true. If you uh, spill antifreeze in your driveway, your dog or cat will be inclined to lick it up because it's sweet tasting. But oh. they will die immediately, so don't yeah, let them it, do it that. Smells antifreeze like in the wine. It does smell mm-hmm. sort of good, like that that model airplane glue. No, but like almost in a. I mean, I, antifreeze I've is delicious. Been, I've been in a situation where I've been holding <laughs> antifreeze, and like in the back of my mind, I've went. I wonder what this tastes like because it smells kind of good. Yeah. But then, like you know, the adult brain part of my brain takes over, oh, and I man. go, "No, you shouldn't drink that." I have it's poison. that problem <laughs> with paint. Whenever yeah. I look at like a paint tray at school and it's filled with like different colors of acrylic paint, I'm always, there's always part of me that's just like. That looks like it would be delicious. Like cake mix? Yeah. It reminds me of that episode where like Bart goes to France and like he yeah. learns French while like being abused at the winery. Yeah. <laughs> and he realizes he can speak French when he tells the cops about there being antifreeze in the wine. Wow. Yeah. That was from season one. That was yeah, that's a deep draw, one. man. I love that one. That was a good episode. We'll talk Simpsons off air later. Yes. <laughs> But anyway, um, your turtles are eating slime like it tastes like antifreeze, and they're going to turn into large anthropomorphic beings. What of it, Scott? Yeah, yeah. It, I, I just the grouping was kind of uh, uh, bothersome. You know, I didn't. A little there, coincidental. There's something about this that kind of doesn't add up for me because I remember, like in the cartoons, I'm not sure about the the comics, but I remember in the cartoons that they kind of like like you know fan wanked away like or explained away like the reasoning was that uh the the way the ooze worked is like whatever other animal it is you're around or most recently around or 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 around the most will kind of affect what you transform into yeah so it was like kind the, of the, like the whatever like, you're whatever you're near because in the cartoon like splinter was around right. His uh, sorry, the Hamato Yoshi, Yoshi was, was around, around rats. rats. Turned he into rats. Around the, the turtles rats. were yeah. around Yoshi, yeah. so they yeah. became more human. Bebop and Rocksteady were thrown into a mutation chamber with, you know, a warthog and a rhino, respectively. Yeah. But but in this case, it just seems like the rat and the turtles are around each other. So shouldn't they have just evolved into like oh, some like sort of mutant rats. rat turtle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess they are around human waste product, so... There's a lot of human DNA down there. Yeah. So they should have used the corn. Oh, that could have been the human DNA in the feces in the sewer. Maybe that was it. Oh, there's a whole lot of human DNA in that feces, man. Let me tell you, you don't even know. In this, uh, in this shot, so super great. Could be they DNA just turn into the marble. How do they develop a taste for pizza dwelling in feces for so long? Is what I want to know. That's Second. the maybe, maybe the ooze is pizza flavored. <laughs> Possibly. Mm. Possibly. Um, Garlic sauce. So as this minute goes on, and we, we get the cool guitar riffs, and we get all the, the fun pizza mutagen, I can't help but notice that when Mikey pops his head into the scene, he is sweating buckets. Yeah, he's very like, wet. Why is he so moist? It's, I think from, it's, the the it's nah, from the it's, cocaine. It's totally from the coke. It's, I, I think, it's, it's similar to when you're shooting um, an outside city scene at night. You usually spray water on the the concrete so that you can actually see it. 
That's it's, right. It's kind of that black, that, that dark kind of front lit silhouette thing. I feel like if he wasn't wet, you wouldn't be able to see him. Yeah. Also, I mean, Maybe. like just the way they're they're lit, so that they're like have the black background. You know, they have bright lights on the either side, and they want to kind of like add and it's something because like I'm, I bet the latex itself doesn't have like a sheen, so they probably have to wet it. That's probably true. I'm still thinking he did a couple rails before this scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have to remember that throughout Should this entire like- movie, the the grossest looking turtle has routinely been Michelangelo. Like if you remember the scene where he's sitting with Donnie waiting for the pizza, like he looks disgusting. And Dude, we talked he's an about addict. it. We and he's sucking on this. a popsicle stick that he found on the ground. Yeah, he's, he's got like turtle that- acne. Hey, he's he's like problems, that kid. man. It's not funny. <laughs> he's like that kid that didn't have um, parents that cared about him. And, That's like, good to say. His parents, the dirty kid from he, yeah, uh, he was always peanuts. dirty. He never the smelly kid. Right. Pig pen. Dog pig pen. Yeah, he's pig pen. He's pig pen with aspirations. It's funny that this is the turtle that I've always most identified well, with. Well, you do have a tendency to not shower. That's for... not something that you oh, tell people. Oh, no. Sometimes oh, he doesn't shower. We're getting into some family oh, squabbles here, folks. Just, I've never done coke, Brandon. I'll bus. say that much. I bet Michelangelo uses a lot of Axe body spray. <laughs> Not in 1990, he did. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the, we've established we've got a floating. He time, would use like uh, he would use like here. right guard aerosol, like the stuff Old that Hulk Hogan used to sell. <laughs> Old yes. spice. That's it's right. funny you mentioned that because there's times throughout this movie where I think Hulk Hogan did Michelangelo's voice. <laughs> a Southern California surfer He's dude. Like, it makes All sense. right, brother. Venice <laughs> Beach kind of deal. What is that uh, cologne that you can get at the drugstore? Something noir? Oh, uh, uh, Jacquard Noir. Yes. Uh. That's probably what he wears. Or what is that? The, what is it? Toilet water? You owe douchebag. Man. But anyway, yeah. So uh, Michelangelo definitely did a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah, can we can we also talk about how during this flashback the turtles are intruding in on their own flashback? <laughs> no respect, like, no dignity. The the storytelling device here, the narrative device of like we're having a flashback, but then we're also present in our own flashback. Flashback. It's is it cartoony? Like I'm trying to put my finger on why it feels weird. It's because Splinter's narrating it, and the other three keep interrupting him. Yeah, but right. but you continue to see the other three. Like Michelangelo says something stupid, and the rest of them are like, "Oh, he's so stupid! What a stupid thing the stupid guy just said." <laughs> and uh, the, then the rest of them just kind of act embarrassed the rest of the time. And then they talk about pizza, and then uh, Splinter wraps I it. I gotta up. go use the corn, guys. <laughs> <Right>. Sure. <laughs> um. And then that brings us to the end of the minute, and the last thing we see is Splinter scooping turtles into an old coffee can. Um, <laughs> for what purposes, we are yet to find out, but we will find out tomorrow, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. To make coffee. Bulger's oh, crystals. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's just going to freeze dry the turtles and then put them in his percolator. Mm. No! No, 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 no. Oh, that would be awful. I can't imagine turtle coffee tastes. What's very good. red and green and goes a hundred miles an hour? <laughs> I don't in a know. Blender? 
It's a yeah, it's 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 turtle in a blender. <laughs> Scott, Scott got the answer. <laughs> All right. Okay. Does anyone else have anything uh, for this minute before we uh, call it? No, man, no, I'm good. I don't think so. <laughs> I think we've worn out our welcome. <laughs> so uh, I, I think the next episode, the listeners are going to find we're all much more sober. <laughs> Magically. Yeah. 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 Well, this has been fun redoing, I mean, weary. doing these three episodes with you For guys. For the first time. For the first yeah. time ever. Tuesday, Wednesday, and today have been awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. From what I remember, Monday and Friday were slash are going to be cool also. And how about this yeah. April Monday weather also? <laughs> Yes. Um, oh, weird. Well, I just want to take a minute to remind everyone to head over to moviesbyminutes.com and you can check out all the great uh, Movies by Minute podcasts over there. If there's one that you want to hear and it's not there, you're either not looking hard enough or you should just make it yourself. Um, check out our, our Facebook group, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute Listener Group. and A lot of fun conversation happening over there. <laughs> sharing photos and stories and pictures of our old merchandise and stories and pictures and more stories. I just want to say it's nice to hearken back to a time when the uh, biggest problem presented to New Yorkers was white teenagers stealing your VCRs wearing mm-hmm. bandanas. Ah, <laughs> uh, simpler times. Um, and, Isn't that uh, where we are now? Yeah. Kind of the same place, except the VCR has been replaced with, I don't know, iPhones. Also, phone. like, did, didn't Danny kind of get off kind of easy? Didn't he slap like twenty dollars into April's hand at the end of this movie and say, like, here, this this is for all the trouble I've caused you? But he burned her house down. <laughs> he did kind of burn been, her house down. We've been keeping a running tab on what what exactly Danny owes. Danny, April. you little shit. Danny's caused so much property damage and like mental anguish to April, and he he, yeah. he slaps a greasy twenty dollar bill in her hand and thinks that'll cover. Not it. to be fair, yeah, she's been yeah, kind of an right. absent mother to him. So yeah, that's all. Is that a thing? That, Did we not uh, discuss that with you? How we think that April you? is secretly no. Danny's mom? Oh man, how is she secretly his mom? Isn't she there when she has the kid? Uh, no, 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 does no, no, anyone no, explain no, to him? Like, she didn't she know she had this love child he, out of wedlock? He cannot know who his mother is. He can be so misled as to who, the, the who, who his is, mom is. The theory is, and our listeners have heard this before, so we'll get through it quickly. The th- I think they've heard it before. I don't remember if we told <laughs> yeah, them Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, problem. <laughs> so the theory is that, like, April and Charles had, like, this weird hookup at, like, the office Christmas party and begat Danny. When she was and an And Charles intern. was married. She was an intern. He's like, listen, we can't. You, I got with my wife. We can't wait, do this. Eventually wait. led to a divorce. So Danny's just, like, the illegitimate bastard child of Charles and April O'Neil. Okay. And she's trying to stay in his life somehow. That's why they always pop into her apartment randomly without asking. It's a decent theory, but are we giving any credence to the fact that Danny's clearly, like, 14 years old? And He's actually 13 years old. Okay, well, how old is April? Because it, has she been working 30s. at the... Uh, Early yeah, 30s. But, it, but still, has she been working at this... Uh, Intern. This, She's th- been there since she was, like, 17. That's why it was... Uh, why she it was had like a summer job to get for herself her. a job. Oh, We've climbed okay. this so, tree a number of times. So Charles committed statutory rape. Oh, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Okay, then we're cool. I got it. Yeah. We're good. We got it now, He's guys. He's a rapist. No we worries. got it. Got yeah, it. We're yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, and on that note, let's end Minute 24. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We will see you tomorrow for Minute 25 in the last appearance of Brandon Warren. Make sure you check us out, Brandon and I, on Calling BS. Also on Dueling Genre. Calling BS. BS, I love you. And uh, all the other great podcasts over at DuelingGenre.com. Take it easy. Bye, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Keep using the corn. Always. Cowabunga. Chevy Bunga? (laughs) Bye, everybody.